Hello and welcome to episode 15 of See You on the Air, the podcast brought to you by the creators of learning and wellbeing event, Comms Unplugged. Well, what a very strange couple of months it's been for all of us, and we're all trying to find our way through the very unusual situation we find ourselves in. One of the biggest things for us in Comms Unplugged is making sure that we all keep connected. So we arranged the inevitable Zoom call for our unpluggers to have a bit of a chat about what we're doing in lockdown, how we're managing our work-life balance, what new things we're trying. But of course, in true Unplugged style, we decided to take it one step further and make it into a bit of an afternoon tea as well. So we had some lovely comparison of cakes and different teas and coffees, whatever people were having on the day. We hope you enjoy listening to some of these reflections. And if you'd like to get involved in the podcast in future, you can contact us. We will give you our details at the end. Hello, unpluggers, and welcome to the latest edition of the See You on the Air podcast. And it's really great to have loads of special guests with me today for this edition because we are having a virtual afternoon tea with a number of our lovely unpluggers today. And there they all are on Zoom in front of me. Anybody want to say hello who's not muted? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, unpluggers. Great to see everyone. So we decided that we would get together to have a bit of a chat about the way things have been going for us in lockdown and particularly how we're keeping that work-life balance going and you know what things we've switched up and started to do a bit differently to to support us in in living in a really different way actually. So um, we decided we would have this chat uh, and we do it on Zoom and then use the audio for the podcast but we also saw it as an opportunity to have a bit of a social and to have a bit of afternoon tea as well which is lovely. So we've got all sorts of different cakes on offer and different tea and we've just done a poll about which type of tea you like and what's the best cake. Victoria's Fund one by the way. So I'd like to first of all say Hi to our lovely Darren, my uh, fellow member of Team Unplugged. So, Darren, what's uh, what's going on with your work-life balance now uh, during lockdown? You you're used to travelling around the country quite a lot. You're you know you're all over the place normally, and now you're stuck in your house. So, how are you finding that balance? Hi, Sally. Hi. Hi. Same for everyone, really, isn't it? It's been uh, kind of adjusting. So it's almost five years to the day that I set up my own consultancy. And it's been 100 mile an hour every week. You know, I've had odd weeks off here for like a summer holiday or for Christmas. But yeah, I would normally be doing, you know, doing the miles, you know, working in Scotland, working in Wales, working in England. And then suddenly, you know, lockdown happened. And I had a really full diary from March to June. And over the period of about 48 hours, most of it got cancelled. And it was a really bizarre moment. And, and I won't lie, the first week was quite nice. I quite enjoyed actually, oh, this is good. I'll, I'll have a coffee in the garden. Yeah, and then you remind yourself that that's nice, but you're not being paid. So you really need to crack on and, and think about, okay, how, how do you still get paid to pay the bills? So for me, it's that funny one. I think if you're in-house comms, you've never been busier than the past three months, probably. If you're a consultant like me, you've probably never been quieter, so it's a really weird dilemma. I've noticed that I think things are beginning to very slowly pick up. So, you know, I've, I've actually had some work this week to do, which has been good. But I think for me, same as everybody else, you know, I've really cherished and loved going out and getting the fresh air, whether it's a walk with the kids or going for an early morning run. I think the other things for me is I, I get bored, I have to do things. And so 
I like to create, I like to make things or, you know, or, or take something that's not very good and make it better. So I had, I had all the materials at home to do some painting. So I, I did the, I did some decorating at home. So I did the, the dreaded horse stairs and landing, you know, that job that you always put off. And that so I've done it. And now every time Oh yeah, it was a bit precarious. Mm. But now every time I come up and down the stairs, I've got that little sense of satisfaction because actually in normal times I wouldn't have done it or I'd have been lazy and maybe asked somebody else to do it and paid them. So I think that, that's been really good. And then the same as everybody else, you know, suddenly having time to cook getting the cookbooks out and experimenting and making new things. It's been brilliant. Well, tell us about your, um, your veg boxes, Darren, because they're the stuff of legend, aren't they? You know, in the depths of Birmingham, there you are with this amazing fresh produce. Tell us a bit about that. Absolutely. Well, it's a little known fact, but actually in the middle of Broome, I think it's the second biggest wholesale market in the UK, Birmingham Wholesale Markets. So mm. a little startup company, a shout out to Fresh Drops, they're a young couple, live around the corner, knew nothing about fruit and veg, decided to set up a fruit and veg delivery service. You know, this is going back a few months when we're all struggling to get ingredients from supermarkets. And actually now I'm at the point, I don't like going to supermarkets anymore, which was weird because previously I'd go every few days. So, you know, now I've got a woman down the road baking bread, so I get my bread from her each week, fresh drops turn up. And like for 20 pounds, you get this amazing box of fresh fruit and veg every week. So every morning I'm having the fresh fruit smoothies. And then it's like, okay, I've got, I've got leeks, I've got sweet potato, I've got cauliflower, what shall I make? So I feel like I'm not a great chef, but I'm, you know, I'm decent, but I feel like a chef now because I look at what's fresh in and what can I make with what I've got. So I'm flicking through the cookbooks and just making things I've never made before. So the kids are sick to death of vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's either decorating with Daz or cooking with Daz at the moment. Brilliant. Yeah, with yeah. a little bit of work thrown in every now and again. Yeah. Yeah, keeping yourself busy anyway. And Georgia, you are, um, as always, in what I like to call your natural habitat, which is your garden. I know you've been spending a lot of time out there. And we've had lovely weather down in here in Dorset as well. What have you been doing to keep that balance going? Because you, you wrote a very sort of open and honest blog earlier in the week about how, how tough it is for us in in-house comms at the moment. And you know, yeah. you're a very busy council. So how are you kind of addressing that balance so that you get that time for yourself as well? Um, the first few weeks was pretty tough. I was really, really poor at it, to be honest. I, I came, I was lucky I'd had a holiday. I, I literally got out of the country in, by the skin of our teeth and got back by the skin of our teeth. So I, I'm a week less than you guys, but literally was plunged straight into it. I had some absence at work as well from some co key colleagues in the team. So it was, it was really tough. And I was putting in really long hours, far too much pressure on myself. But even from day one then, I was really conscious that I, I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't do exercise. And that's one of the things I really enjoy doing. I, I like to go to the gym. It makes me leave work at a sensible time when I am in the office because I will book on a class, say at six o'clock, something like that. But I was not managing to finish at a sensible time. I was working through till, you know, silly, silly o'clock most days. So I made myself get up at normal time, proper six, and do my Joe Wicks. Um, and I'm still doing it, actually. And I'm, I really, really enjoy, enjoy that. And actually, it's also broken that bad habit of picking up my phone. I don't do that now because I get up, I come down, I get on YouTube. Tube and I and I choose a hit workout and if it's really nice I do it in the garden. Yeah, perfect. 
absolutely brilliant and uh you know makes a big difference i know pen that's a big thing for you as well isn't it because you're you know you're all about your exercise as well and keeping fit and uh i think you've been doing some online classes as well oh god yeah i was just totally nodding along to everything that george was saying that you know, being in-house and just doing those long hours and in a way for me it was good when they said right we now need you to be working from home because even though i was at first i was doing longer hours at home because you didn't know when to switch off because you know like george did you know i'd leave the office i'd be booked into a class so i'd leave the office at a time but now it was like you know your computer's at home now and so yeah. it's hard to switch off so it was just getting really hard. Of right you know my um my gym that i go to they do online classes at certain times of the day and so you can log in at whatever time is suitable for you and are joining the class with with all your buddies from the gym which was really nice it's a very social gym that i go to anyway um so that was really nice and you know so you're doing the daily classes and i'm actually doing more classes now than i was before any of this happened i was booked into three classes a week usually i'd hopefully get there for that now i can do yeah i'm doing sort of four or five classes a week now regularly which is brilliant so yeah i'm the same i'm the same eat more scones eat more scones more fitness more scones (laughs) (laughs) perfect so and is it um is it a situation where you can see all your buddies on the screen or do you just see the instructor because i know for our our choir you can see everybody so you can scroll across sometimes there's like 130 people on there Um, you can't hear the audio because all of our internet speeds are different and therefore we would all be singing out of time with each other but you can see everybody on the screen like enjoying themselves is it is it like that yeah it's the same with the class you see the instructor and all the other people doing the class and you know everyone's got their mics on and stuff so sometimes you can just you can just hear a bit of heavy breathing when everyone's getting a little bit puffed out which is a little bit oh. but. that's a whole other pastime isn't it fantastic <laughs> cool so karen how how are you doing so i work in house as well and i've just found even though i'm not in the on front line in terms of covid19 communication for the organization i work for the kind of the pace has kind of just skyrocketed and the demand for support and the need to kind of for more frequent communication visible leadership and supporting my, my stakeholders there and I found it really hard even though I work two days a week normal my normal work pattern um, of keeping that discipline because normally I'd need to leave by quarter to five to get the train to get back to pick my daughter up in terms of childcare, and I found it really hard in terms of those boundaries blurring and and not having that kind of discipline but like the others have said um, exercise has just been a, li- a lifeline so now I've replaced my morning commute with a 15 minute hit workout in the morning and I'm shielding so that exercise is just a lifeline from point of view both physical but also mental health yeah absolutely and I think another really big thing is about getting outdoors isn't it and earlier on as we were sort of warming up here Joe was showing us the amazing view out the back of his uh, of his house and um Joe, you've delighted us with loads of talk about different bird song and spotting birds. And in our WhatsApp groups, we've um, you've been helping us identify all the birds that we're seeing and hearing, haven't you? Because actually, that's so much more audible now that we haven't got all the traffic noise. Yeah, that's right. Um, a lot of people have noticed how um, bird song is more prevalent. I think, yeah, the traffic noise going down and probably being aware of what's going on around us a bit more. We're kind of going on our enforced walks every day and maybe taking a bit more notice. But yeah, I've actually quite enjoyed that aspect of lockdown in terms of sitting by the window doing work and occasionally looking out i've actually got my binoculars next to me next to my desk so if anything comes into the garden i can quickly grab my binoculars and have a look and we've had all kinds of interesting things come in that i've not seen that many times in the garden before so we had some gray wagtails come in that i've never seen 
in the garden before. We've had bullfinches uh, last week as well. And all the little birds coming in and finding nesting material. So picking up bits of moss and feathers from the from the garden and flying around and really interesting behavior that's been really nice to observe um, as well. I saw the other day there was a feather kind of floating across the garden and it caught my eye. And as I was watching it, a little sparrow flew down from the roof, grabbed the feather in midair and flew off again really, really fast. Awesome. That was really cool. Um, it was really I've nice been to see seeing that. loads of sparrows grabbing feathers. They've been taking them out of our, um, out of our gutter. Ah. And, and, and I think because being at home, this is stuff you don't normally necessarily see because totally. every, at the weekends we're so busy cramming in all yeah. the stuff we can't do in a week. And as Darren says, we're sort of shopping differently now. We're living our lives differently. I'm seeing stuff that I know, you know, I've lived here 13 years. I've never noticed the sparrows taking feathers out of the gutter before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it's brilliant, isn't it? I would never have seen the grey wagtails in the garden had I not been working from home. It was like 11 o'clock on a Tuesday morning or something. So, you know, I'd normally not be here. So it was really nice to see that. But yeah, there's loads of activity going on. Lots of butterflies, lots of bees. And now I don't have to commute. I would normally be leaving the house at seven, getting back about six. But I seem to have a bit more time on my hands now. So it's quite nice to finish at a reasonable time in the late afternoon, early evening. And then I can go out into the garden and do a bit of work and, and uh, turn the compost heap. That's that's the job that I keep on putting off. It's well, the compost is looking very, very good at the moment. I'm very pleased with the compost. Nice. And you've, uh, you've, we'll talk a little bit maybe later about your sunflower challenge, Will, but I'm going to move on to Rosaline now. One thing that resonates with what, what everyone else has said is the not missing the 100 mile an hour dash from thing to thing to thing, whether it's your physical or your mental energy or your time. So I'm really enjoying that. I'm, I'm very lucky that from very early on, we were able to work from home. We had a, maybe a week where we didn't all have the right kind of kit to do that. So it was a bit kind of scrabbling about with your own devices and what you've got. But ever since then, it's been we've been really enabled to do that and it's been great. So in a sense, I'm, I feel like people have already said there's two extremes. You're either never been busier or never been quieter. For me, it's the never been busier. I was already in a place where I felt really busy, doing loads of extra hours. It was in a good way. Part of it was about getting used to a new organisation. I think when this hit, the, the first few weeks were really, really intense and it was kind of just insane hours. Then we had a little bit of a, a lull where it went almost back to normal and you were able to think, great, I can, because I'm working from home, I can put a washer on at lunchtime and it'll be dry by tea time and great, but it's really started to ramp up again now. So I'm really conscious that we're going to have to try and build, whether it's for individuals or organisations, a better kind of, I'm not going to use the word new normal, but I kind of just have. I, I don't think anyone's keen to go back to everything we had before. I'm really keen to go back to most of it, but I'm really not keen to go back to some elements of it. I, th I feel like for about 15 years of my career, I've been saying, I wish I could just have a pause because I've always find myself in these really busy jobs. So I never really have this much time at home. I've never spent this much time in this house since I moved here. And how, how does so, it feel? So what, what are you doing to kind of make that definition between the work, which is now in the house and, and the home stuff? The, the reason I raised my hand was I'm, I'm totally inspired by all you guys to do some actual blooming exercise because I've, I've never been a real fan of that. And I always said it was because I was too busy and I didn't have time. And now I still don't have the time, but I'm still at home. So I'm making extra excuses, but I can actually feel the benefit of the days that I do go out and do the walk in nature. I'm lucky I've got this on my doorstep. I, I, I do feel significantly better, but there are 
increasingly days where I just feel too tired to even do that. And I think that's not that's not helping anyone. So you've all given me a bit of a jolt to try and work through that. I need to try and make time for that kind of the morning alternative because I'm I am like you were saying you used to Georgia going getting up and scrolling on the phone and it's and it's you you think you know what you're going to be planning to do that day, but overnight so many messages will come in and you think well I'll just do that quickly. I'll just do that quickly. And then before you know it, it's half past nine and you've you've lost your breakfast time kind of thing. I, I need to try and do that. Hopefully now the weather's a little bit less rubbish. Maybe get out for a walk in the morning and start off with a, rather than just get out of bed and start working straight away, which isn't good for anyone. Yeah, no, absolutely. I find that morning and evening dog walk kind of punctuate my day quite well. Saran, you, you wrote a lovely blog for us for Monday, for Mindful Monday as part of Mental Health Awareness Week. How, uh, how are you getting on with it all at the moment? Yeah, good, thanks. I think um, I think it's really important that, that sort of punctuation in the day. And I'm a I'm a real segregator so I like to be able to put my work away and then get on with the other bits of my life and so I actually find that what I'm missing is my commute so I tend to use my walk to be a bridge between work and home so not that my children are small and I know there's people on the on the call with small children and I can only imagine how difficult that is my children are teenagers but still they're asking me a million questions a day and asking me for stuff and when's tea and you know all of that so actually I need to protect that bit of time for me that's just that that is my walk even if it's you know half an hour around the block and then I come back and then I'm ready for mum mode and all the other things that that we have to do with our lives and that's been definitely important for me to recognize it and then do something about it to, to break up the day a bit yeah and that's totally about self-care isn't it which is something that you and our friends at fresh air Fridays have always talked about a lot and you talked about quite a lot in your blog post is that bit about actually if you don't look after yourself you're not gonna be able to look after anybody else particularly well either so it's really important to give yourself that time and um, that's that's a good investment in yourself and everyone around you actually isn't it yeah absolutely there's so many cliches around it aren't there but my preferred one is probably you know put on your own oxygen mask first that's what they always say when you get on a plane to fly anywhere and uh, the reason for that is that if you don't do that then you can't look after the people around you so yeah of course big advocate for that so in the mornings it tends to be a bit of meditation afternoon is a walk they're the things that I know keep me well and I'm able to do everything that I need to do yeah fantastic now talking of the home work balance Josephine does have uh, a young child who she is presumably struggling to homeschool at the same time as doing a job and doing all the other stuff as well do you want to tell us how that's been for you Josephine and how you've been how you're working through that really yeah it's I was just it's funny actually because I was just chatting with Karen in the comments very briefly about that my little boy is six and it is really hard the constant mummy 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 being a little bit like a pneumatic drill in my brain like all day long I do have help with the homeschool as we all find as communications professionals we are really really busy we're not resting on our laurels at the moment we are incredibly busy fortunately my I and my husband is pretty good with the homeschool so I get a little bit of time off with that but I did well I was raising my hands because I could talk you know I could quite happily talk for like you know three quarters of an hour about how hard it is but that's not really very (laughs) inspiring for anybody else yeah but one positive I was going to say was about the exercise so because we are at home together all the time and you know Hamish needs to have PE because he's six and he can't spend all his time in the home so what we've done quite a few times is actually been out on little family jogs and it's a really nice thing to do so you know sort of like at four o'clock in the afternoon or something my husband will say right come on PE time we'll all put our trainers on and go 
run around the block for 25 minutes. So it's quite a nice thing to do as a family. So that's something that we've never, ever done before lockdown. Who's fastest, Josephine? Who's fastest? Well, we all have to kind of pretend (laughs) that Hamish is. (laughs) Of course. Let the kid win. (laughs) And uh, I've never actually had a race with Colin. I think I'd like to think I might win, but I don't know. He's quite fit, so maybe <laughs> yeah, it's well. It's just really nice to to try some different stuff, isn't it? Speaking of kids, we've got um we've got the lovely Tom on the line with us today, who's our musician, our music man. Uh, with whom we did some a great song, Lockdown Monday, recently. Tom's actually sat there with one of his little ones on his lap. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry for bringing her into the meeting, but I could hear my wife getting very stressed with with both of them at the same time in the garden. This is uh, the reality, though, isn't it, Tom? I mean, you're a musician and a music teacher, and that's what you normally do, and you've not been able to do a lot of that. So actually, you've been doing the stay-at-home dad thing quite a lot, haven't you? Yeah, probably not that well, but it's, it was a shock to the system because I used to be traveling to 10 different schools across Dorset and then gig maybe two or three times a weekend and I'd hardly ever be at home so to be at home all the time quite an adjustment because I was lost really I didn't know what I knew I had some online teaching to do but that sort of picked up a bit more as I got into the routine of that because it's adjusting to the routine which I think everyone's probably going to agree with me it's yeah what an adjustment it's massive yeah because you've got the constant worry of you know you go outside with the kids make sure they don't touch anything if they do you wash your hands here there shopping comes in it's got to be like you know properly disinfected and, but we, we've also done things where we have ordered like like darren has from a local bread person veg bot um if we had to do a supermarket shop we've done a click and collect sort of thing where we just drive there and they bring it in the car i've done the odd online streamed gig which some of you may have seen we, we <laughs> love tom's gigs and what and what's brilliant obviously and that's another thing that's great for people's well-being isn't it is music and i don't know about you guys but however you access the music whether you just listen to music on your spotify or put your CD in to be old school or listen to quite creative musicians doing some quite fun things. Tom's done a couple of gigs in his back garden. He's done some in his, you've done some in your house, haven't you? And it's been brilliant. And your neighbours love it too, don't they? Well, most well, of them not, do. Not one down the street. There's one down the street that doesn't. <laughs> he, but um, he's in the minority there, isn't he? Actually, when we, see, yeah. when we see you streaming on Facebook, I can hear all the neighbours like clapping and getting involved as well, which is fantastic. Yeah, cool. I want to be up there. I'm self-appointed chief groupie. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, that's the other thing with lockdown, it's, it's had its challenges. I mean, I think because Rachel herself has also been with her job always out and about and she's had to work from home, which she's never done before. And that's been so stressful. Yeah, Peter Rabbit, you've watched Peter Rabbit quite a lot, haven't you? Yeah. Aww. This is yeah. Connie, by the way. Hi, Connie. Welcome You're to the podcast. Connie. She's probably not been on a podcast before. This is her first one. <laughs> she makes a guest appearance on your gigs, which is great. So yeah, we, we've loved tuning into that. It's been great. It's a bit like a pressure cooker when you're at home all the time with everyone and no one has Mm. the space that they normally would have had by going to work or seeing their friends. Mm -hmm. I think we've all got to adapt, haven't we? And we've all got to learn how to do... Another thing that people have been loving, I think, is the animals. And uh, we've we've been sharing lots of animal stories and animal pictures and our resident lovely dog lady, Jill, who who brings her whole pack along with her to the field every year, which we love. And I know that you you wouldn't be able to come along if uh, if you couldn't bring the dogs. How has it been um, for you? Because I, I find my dog is such a great comfort. Those dog walks that if you're all focused, it's a regular thing. The dog needs it, and actually you need it as well. 
well, don't you? Definitely. My dogs are very intrinsically linked to my mental health anyway, right back from when I got my first one. It kind of goes a little bit deeper than getting you out for walks and exercise and things like that. It's good company. It's just that whole, the house is never empty. It's like having another personality there, but it's not one that you're going to argue with. Um, Yeah, I mean, our our lives have been turned upside down as well because I, I do a lot of dog sports with them. So I actually, drama competes in three different things. And normally... Like this weekend, we would have been at a show. Next weekend, we would have been at a show. We have agility training lessons during the week. And all of that stopped because it's all mass gathering and you can't do it. So I've had to adjust, but I've also had to adjust them and get them used to having less, I suppose, really. But actually, they've adapted really, really quickly. So the collies are asleep in the house at the moment, (laughs) which is really cool, because everybody thinks collies are, like, really high-drive and frenetic. But I've actually downed the amount of exercise they have and they they've just kind of gone oh, okay that's what we're doing now we're, we're doing this well-trained so, yeah. dogs though jill well-trained dogs good owner that's what it's all about <laughs> hope so <laughs> so i'm gonna go around now i'm gonna see i'm gonna ask each of you but what is one thing that you've started doing in lockdown yeah rosaline i'm listening to a lot more music and a lot more new music been really guilty of only listening to the same 10 albums for the last probably 20 years um, so uh, I don't know if you've uh, come across Tim's Twitter listening parties. They are brilliant for discovering a full album, start to finish. Most of them are albums that I didn't know anything about. They're amazing. Uh, I've also been following Got One's kind of Isolation Nation Saturday Night Rave, basically. So I've had oh. more great Saturday nights out in my own room recently than I had in the last kind of five years. Yeah, cool. Okay, so listening, finding new music. Okay, Pen, what's yours? Okay, well, I've got two. I've got one that's work-related and one that's personal. So my personal one is that I'm, I'm a hit workout sort of person. I, I just don't do running, but I've started running. And so I've actually been going for runs every week now, which is great. So that's one thing I've started doing, and it's lovely. It's sort of, you know, great sort of area to run around here up by the river. But work-wise, you've had to throw yourself into the deep end to do stuff that otherwise you probably would have got other people to help or do for you. Yeah. Because you just don't have those resources at the moment. And so I'm sort of at the moment sort of teaching myself how to do podcasts. It's all very interesting. I've never done them before, so I had to interview our um medical director the other day via via WebEx to create into a podcast. So uh yeah, so that's all quite exciting and quite new for me. So that that that's a positive as well. Learning new skills at work is great. Totally, yeah. I mean and learning is is well, keep learning is one of the five steps to well being course, isn't it? Karen. What would you like to share with us? So take, um, I had a go at a, a painting with acrylics. I was really Ooh. lucky. You managed to get an order in with the works before the lockdown went in. And it's just amazing what you can learn on YouTube. So this kind of step-by-step kind of tutorials. So I had a go with that with the family as well. And then what would we be without these kind of video calling solutions like Zoom? So normally we'd see my husband's family maybe twice a year, but we're doing family quizzes every two weeks and got one later on tonight which is taking it turns in terms of being quiz master yeah fantastic yeah we, we do that I, I've, been, I've been talking to my best friend from school who lives in sydney australia every three weeks or so I, I normally get to see her once a year and we don't talk in the rest of the year it's amazing so ran uh, yeah i've got i've got a work one and a and a sort of home one as well so my work one is just about um changing connections at work so because we've had zoom calls so i've only been working in the place i'm working for about 
I don't know, a few months. And we weren't, I didn't really know anything about the team. And because of Zoom, we've had a daily call. Every day we, we get on the phone at 9.30, which we didn't really do before. Um, and then people started playing with their virtual backgrounds on Zoom. So people were, you know, going off into space and whatever. And then they started to put up uh, things that meant something to them. So, you know, I, I put a picture up with my besties because I was missing them that day. And then it kind of like spiraled into a thing. And suddenly we had all these insights into people's homes and lives. And that was really interesting and lovely. So that's my work one. I think that's really interesting. And then from a home point of view, say my kids are 17 and 14 and, you know, both on their way to sort of making their own lives. So I thought that that like real family time that um, we had when they were little was kind of gone. But um, we've, we've just reinstated kind of playing lots of board games. Both my son and my husband love board games. So um, we've been playing lots of board games. We've also had my daughter's boyfriend here for nine weeks because um, he arrived just before Ooh. lockdown happened and he's still here. He's going home today, actually. So uh, ah. that'll be a big thing. Um, and he loves a board game too. We've just been playing loads of board games and it's been really, really lovely. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I've been beaten at Harry Potter, Trivial Pursuit and Monopoly more times than I care to um, share with you, actually, by the 15-year-old who's way better at those things and has a killer instinct I just don't have on the board game front. So, okay, uh, Josephine, what would you like to share with us? Firstly, with the outside of work, I have been going on a lot of local walks that we didn't know existed. You know, we live 10 minutes away from a canal and quite a big river, and I've walked so many walks around the river and the, and the park and the woods. We live in quite an urban area, like we live like only a couple of miles away from the centre of Leeds, but it's, it's amazing how many new pathways we've found and how much nature we've seen. And because we've been doing quite similar walks every week, it's been lovely to see the advance of nature. So I've been getting the wildlife flowers book out and, and sort of identifying each new flower that's come out each week. And I, I don't think I would have done that otherwise because we would have been maybe going off to different places or going shopping or not even bothering to go for a walk. So that for me has been, it's been really educational actually. And I think I'll keep that knowledge, that nature knowledge for the rest of my life, which I really appreciate. Yeah, and, it's um, lovely. Yeah, so work-wise, I find because of the lockdown, because I do internal communications, there has been a lot more focus from senior managers on asking questions about how we're reaching this audience, whereas perhaps before there wasn't a lot of interest in how, how things were being done. So I found I've had to do a lot of work with managers around how we're communicating with the staff who don't have digital access because we've got a lot of key worker staff who are maybe going into workplaces and we're wanting to get those key messages to them about the lockdown. So I've had to work at really at pace to solve those problems in the business. And I think if it hadn't been for the lockdown, those questions will never have been asked about how we're communicating with our audience. So that's been quite a useful thing for me in terms of how I do my job. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I think the other thing is it's, it's really upped communications, hasn't it, on the agenda. People have suddenly realised actually this stuff's really, really important. It's really important that we reach all of those staff, whatever jobs they're doing however they want to access the information we've got to make every effort to get that out to them so I think that's really helped us in our profession actually. Tom you've already said that you were um, you started running anything else you've started new during lockdown that you weren't doing before? Basically well I wouldn't be at home so much I thought anything that my wife suggested to do as a family I've just gone yes do it so even if that meant we go down the stable yard to look at Hetty's pony and Kurt's poo up in a field we'll, I'll help with doing it 
I'll go on walks with them, this, that, and the other. The other thing has been work-related is I've tried to do some video editing just to try and brush up on some skills I learned years ago at college, but I never had the software to do it at home. So my band and I have filmed ourselves playing it, record ourselves playing it, put it all together in a video, and we've done two of them. And to my surprise on Facebook, they've had like nearly 9,000 views, 5,000 views. That's brilliant. Um, just to learn different skills with video editing, really. Well, and of course, you're a fantastic job on the audio editing as well when we did a lockdown Monday, which was just a, an amazing achievement for us to do that remotely. I just loved doing that. It was brilliant. And we've got a few more uh, in planning, haven't we? Yeah, and that's that's what I meant to add as well. So that was um that was something I'd never done before. Do a project basically nearly up the other end of the country with Helena <laughs> being in Manchester, yourself being in Paul, and and we just basically showed I think the internet in its finest hour in some ways. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Uh, it, was, it was a great project to do. It's good fun. Thanks, Tom. Jill, what have you done new that you didn't do before? This is going to sound so sad. The biggest thing I'm doing differently is talking to more people. So when I'm out and about and I'm out with the dogs, and if you do see somebody, but you sort of pass them two metres away and you say hello. In a really, really odd way, I've spoken to more people since lockdown than I normally would do. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you, you start saying good morning or good afternoon to strangers and things like that. And that's kind of helped me feel really connected and feel like there's been that sort of emotional shift in people as well. And other than that, I've really just been making time for stuff that I do but don't do enough of. So things like reading, actually taking lunch. So I might take half an hour lunch and I might have something proper to eat and sit outside in the garden with the dogs and, and do something like that rather than rush around doing other things so I'm almost kind of being a bit bit more choosy with my time yeah absolutely and I think you know well time is precious isn't it and when we think about how we were rushing around before and actually we've gained that time back and what do we do to make a really good use of that time rather than um, just frittering it away which I think maybe we do at other times I find the day goes really quickly I log on at 8 30 and I look at the the clock and it's like 11 o'clock in the morning and you know how did I ever find the time to commute into work which is a mile away yeah (laughs) Yeah. I absolutely feel that yeah and Joe, how about you I find it's really difficult. I've probably done a few things more rather than you. So after the podcast about music, I kind of realised that I hadn't really been listening to music at all. I found my iTunes on the laptop and I stoked it up and I've been listening to all this old music that I've had on for years and years. Yeah, it's been really nice to kind of catch up with that again. And I found a really cool new band as well through YouTube called, well, they're not new, they're new to me. This This is the kit and they are amazing. So good, so good. So check them out. I suppose I've done a bit more exercise. I'm not really an exercise person, but now I do star jumps in the kitchen when I'm having to wait for the kettle to boil. And because we live on the outskirts of a small town, we're not able to get takeaway and that kind of thing. So I've seen on the WhatsApp group, loads of people going, oh, amazing takeaway delivered and blah, blah, blah. And I'm quite jealous of that. (laughs) Um, But it's actually made us cook more from scratch and actually what we're finding is when we're going to the supermarket it's because the fridge fridge is empty and we've used everything in the fridge ella's very good at coming up with ideas for stuff i like to follow a recipe but she's a ready study cook mold so she'll just get grab things out of the cupboard and make something amazing whereas i like to kind of follow um, a recipe and instructions and so she's very good at throwing stuff together and making amazing food out of crazy stuff and actually i don't know how i've managed this i have no idea at all but i've actually lost weight during lockdown nice Um, work yeah i can't actually get my head around it but eating more vegetables i think like everything is vegetable based and we like meat is a treat almost 
So everything is kind of vegetable based at the moment. And I reckon, yeah, I'm losing about a kilogram a week. Wow. Um, I mean, I have reined in the baking because uh, I don't have anybody to take the cakes to in, at well, work. that's and the thing, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, hello. Totally. If I baked <laughs> at my normal level, I would be the size of a house by now. So I've I know. This is, this is where, what Ella said to me recently. She said, um, I need a new lockdown activity because it can't be baking and eating cake. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah so we've got a lot of stuff in the freezer so like banana bread and stuff like that everyone's talking about the banana bread aren't they yeah. um, so we've not me apart <laughs> from georgia um yeah. so we've baked a few of those and we've sliced them up and we put them in the freezer so they're not all out for consumption at any one time you know that we can, <laughs> if you want a slice of banana bread we can go and defrost it and have it but it's not there needing to be eaten and i guess I've, i'm really lucky that i've got a garden so i've kind of thrown myself into that as well and spending a lot more time digging over the compost getting the vegetable plot ready i feel really lucky that i do have access to a garden because i've lived in a flat for 20 years since i left home and now since we moved house, we've got access to a garden in a really nice spot and just having that kind of sanctuary is, is really lovely. The time just goes. So if you dig in the garden for an hour, it could actually be five hours and you just don't know. And I find that I'm quite tired after that as well. So I sleep better after I've done that kind of physical exercise. Yeah, um, we, we, um, we love your gardening tips as well. And uh, just quickly mention before we, um, before we move on to Georgia about the, uh, the sunflower challenge that we've been doing, which I can't sadly take part in because unfortunately, Joe has sent me two duff packets of sunflower seeds. Well, oh, I've got right. news for you. I've got news for you, Sally. I, I was in the supermarket this morning and I found some sunflower seeds on oh. sale. So I've got oh. a packet, a brand new packet, and it's got your name on it, and they'll be winging their way to you tomorrow. Oh, I'm too excited <laughs> about that. I need the sunflowers, because I've been watching everybody's sunflower shoots coming up on the WhatsApp group, and not a single, not, nothing in mine whatsoever. So I know, I feel <laughs> really guilty about that, because I've, oh. I've sent you seeds in the post, and everyone else I've sent seeds to, I've got some kind of, apart from Georgia, actually, Georgia's didn't come up either, no, did they? I no, mine still hasn't come up, no. It must, be the, it must be the terrible climate you've <laughs> yeah. Got down there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. If they if they if they can't grow in Dorset, they can't grow anywhere. Come on. I know. You know I know. So Georgia, you've spoken very eloquently about trying to make sure you do practice what you preach in terms of the comms unplugged ethos. And um, mm -hmm. we, we encourage everybody else to do all the work-life balance stuff and sometimes maybe don't follow that ourselves. What about you? Yeah, I I think for me I'm I'm a bit similar to Joe really in that. I'm not sure I've taken up anything that is new, new, but I've tried to do more of the good things and the things that I can't do or how I used to that I like to do differently. So like they're doing the exercise differently. For example, if there's a couple of local restaurants that we like that we know are independent, we're making sure if we get a takeaway, we get it from them. So we're trying to help them keep going. Supporting new startups, there's a great new startup down here called BH Fish. It's the Fishermen. They're based out of Pool, Pool Harbour. They fish commercially and they would normally supply the restaurants around here, which obviously are all shut. So they've got this fantastic online service now where you can go on and order fish for delivery the next day or, or collection. So we've, we've got stuff from them a couple of times. And then that's been fish that we've never bought and prepared before. So, for example, a few weeks ago, we had a whole cuttlefish. I say we, 
I wasn't the one that had to deal with it when it arrived. <laughs> I did the cooking. I didn't do the uh, preparing in the first place. My husband did that. But we had, we had a whole crab, massive great crab, you know, and, and just doing different things with cooking that we normally, if we want a crab, we'll buy a dressed crab. We, we won't buy a whole crab that we need to, need to prepare. So, and that's helping to keep those local trades, you know, fish, fishermen, fishermen going at a really difficult time. So I suppose trying to do a little bit more of, of that kind of thing. And I think I've been a bit mindful. I, I, I mean, Sally always jokes at me that I'm always flitting around all over the place and I can't sit still and just keep you, you know, when we're on Zoom calls, she says, keep your phone still. Where are you going now? What are you up to? Because I'm a nightmare flitter all over the place. But I am noticing things more. So I'm, I'm noticing the garden, I'm noticing the flowers, a bit like Josephine said, because you're in a particular environment, the same environment all the time. And, and Joe was saying about the birds, you know, I'm noticing how many roses are coming out. I'm noticing the blue tits are fledged now. I'm, you know, I'm noticing more things that I wouldn't do normally necessarily. So yeah, absolutely. And obviously, as you know, I like to do a little bit of drawing. Um, and I've I've actually done some online drawing classes. I signed up for a little online drawing thing. It was something like twenty quid for however many classes it is. And I've been doing that. And generally, I tend to try and work it out for myself. And I find internet, you know like YouTube tutorials or things to copy or whatever but actually it's been really good to have proper instruction in that and to just be taken through step by step you know to learn just expand the skills a little bit rather than relying on my own creativity or trying to work it out for myself so I think that's been really good as well anybody want to add anything else in yes Rosaline yeah just on the, the noticing things more I really remembered the walk we did the Fresh Your Friday walk we did um, near the end of Combs Unplugged last time with Saran took us around and just noticing the number of different shades of green I'm really noticing that on our walks just now it's all just greenery and it's really come to life in the last kind of maybe two months it's nice to notice it for its own sake but it's a really nice pleasant memory of, of comes unplugged as well so the greenery is amazing at the moment I, and I'm noticing a, a year or so ago I was trying to teach myself what all the different trees were on my walk and I don't necessarily always remember it but I see all the different leaf shapes and it's all kind of mingling into one it's, it looks absolutely amazing at the moment so we've had a lovely chat this afternoon over our afternoon tea and it's just fantastic to see all the unpluggers on the screen again i hope you found that interesting and uh, enjoyed hearing some of the reflections from people around the country on uh, what they're doing around lockdown and i'm sure that you will recognize some of that and feel some of that as well yourself so thank you very much and it's goodbye from all the unpluggers goodbye bye, bye. thank you Well, that's it for the first ever online comms unplugged tea party and chat. We hope you were nodding along to some of that and recognising maybe some of the challenges and indeed the solutions that people are coming up with and hopefully finding some of your own too. If you'd like to get involved with this podcast in future, then please email us on commsunplugged at gmail.com or you can tweet us on at commsunplugged. See you soon. <laughs>